Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. And all I want to say is, just give me some hot pizza. I really need it tonight. Hot pizza. Come on and give me a bite. Hot pizza. Steve Siddall here with another edition of Financial Pizza. This week, something a little different. Let's call it a deep dish to stay with the pizza theme. I have the pleasure of hosting a number of radio shows with planners from around the country, from southwest Florida to the state of Maine and all points in between. Today, we'll get their take on all things related to retirement and retirement planning. First up is Eric Carney. Now, Eric is Senior Investment Advisor at Retirement Wealth in beautiful Cape Coral, Florida. The show is called Wealth Works Radio. So for our first slice of financial pizza this week, Eric and I are discussing the differences between advisors and brokers and planners. Oh, my. Yeah, Steve, that, that's a really good point because I think there's a lot of people, unfortunately, that are really confused about everything. They assume that an investment advisor is, is the same as a financial advisor. They assume that an insurance agent is, um, you know, okay to do retirement planning with. And maybe they are, maybe there aren't. But my biggest difference is with an investment advisor, they have a fiduciary responsibility. Um, they're typically independent and they have unlimited choices. And that is one thing that people don't realize is that we have pretty much unlimited choices of investments. And that's all through brokerage, limited partnerships, master limited partnerships, uh, annuities, uh, any kind of insurance, whatever we need, we have access to just about every single product. And when you go to a bank or you go to an insurance agent, you have to remember that there's very limited products. And so they have to tell you why their products are so great because they may only have three or four of them. Right. And so there's a lot of people that just really don't understand the difference and they assume that we're all the same. And you know, that's why we do. We typically work with my firm works with a typically larger net worth client. I mean, that's our forte. That's what you do. Right. That's what we do. And so, and that's what we're set up for. Um, that's why we have financial planning, um, a, a team, we have an income plan planning team. We have everything that we have at our disposal because that's what our clients expect and want. But, you know, like I said, when you go to someone else, you're not having that, that, those capabilities. From there, Eric breaks down how he and his team are different and what sets them apart from the other guys. And he says that starts and ends with an income plan. It blows me away how many people have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars in investments, products, and tools for their retirement, yet they don't know what the end result is. They don't understand where that income's gonna come from, how much income they're gonna have. Is it actually outpacing inflation? Is it actually gonna give them the lifestyle that they need? And there's so many things that go into play in an income plan. So not only are we writing you a financial plan, but we're also writing you a committed income plan. And let me tell you something, the income plan and that financial plan now holds 
me accountable to your retirement, right? Yeah. Because now you can look at, okay, here's 68, 67, um, 69, whatever the age is. But then all of a sudden, when we get up to 78, 79, 80, 81, 82, 83, at that point, we know we cannot go back to work at this point. No. And I want to know when I'm in my 80s, where my income's coming from? And is it still outpacing inflation? What am I going to do about health care? What am I going to do about long-term care? What are my options? That's everything that the income plan spells out. You cannot believe, Steve, how many large accounts that we move over on a regular basis, no one has a financial plan, no one has an income plan, and yet you're, you're investing all of this money with no direction. When I go home at night and I wake up in the morning, it doesn't matter what the market does. The market's going to do exactly what it's going to do. It's going to go up and down. Mm -hmm. I know that. It's going to do that for the rest of my life and your life. Yeah. So as long as I know that that market's going to go up and down, but I've planned for that. I've planned for a good year, a bad year, and a mediocre year. We're going to be okay. And so, again, my clients are paying more attention to their financial plan and their income plan rather than their investments. And people who, you know, like I said, if we go back to December of 2018, there were a lot of prospective clients that were coming into my office and judging the quality of their retirement based on their statement. And if their statement's going down $10,000 a week when the market was going down, they're like thinking to themselves, I'm going to fail in retirement. My clients who have a written financial plan that is updated on a regular basis can take a look at their financial plan and their income plan and saying, oh, okay, no matter what, we're still going to be okay. We've already planned for that. Again, the show is called Wealth Works Radio with Eric Carney. You can learn more about Eric and his team by visiting Eric. CarneyAdvisor.com. That's Eric, E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y, advisor.com. And you can reach out to him simply by texting PIZZA to 21000. Mention Eric in the text. That's PIZZA to 21000. On to our next slice. Let's go all the way up the East Coast and drop in on Kevin Frisbee. Kevin is in the great state of Maine. That's where he was raised. He continues to call it home. Now on the radio, he does his own version of Financial Safari. And in this segment, Kevin and I are talking about the top 10 things that can derail your retirement. We start with number 10. So we're going to go 10 to 1. We're going to go to the, so we're going to do a classic top 10. Uh, but number 10 on the list, and, and you said earlier, you thought it probably should be higher, but procrastination, that's a really big problem, isn't it? It's number 10 on the list. I'm surprised it's not much higher. Probably not, not even, it should be number one in my view, because I, one of the things when you talk with people and you make a plan and you lay out some recommendations, I, I can't force people's hand to do anything. I mean, people are big, you know, grown-up people. They make their own choices. I can only educate people and, and, and kind of uh, give them as much information as they want before they make an, a, a decision. But if, if they procrastinate, some people just don't like making decisions. For me, that could hurt them because it, you take this, this past week in the market, for example. We've had actually the last couple of weeks, volatility has been crazy in the market. Holy cow, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look at what's going on. So some of these people that I might have had a conversation with a month ago in hand saying, hey, you know, maybe you ought to think about doing a, a safer approach to your portfolio. You know, if they didn't sit down with me already, they procrastinated that, that meeting to, to make some changes. So I can't force them to do that, but they've gotten hurt this past couple of weeks with the volatility. Sure. And I'm not saying the markets aren't going to come back. My point being is, again, being proactive when you have somebody sitting in front of you like an advisor like myself or somebody here at Frisbee & Associates saying, hey, you're probably too risky. You probably ought to think about doing some, something differently. 
Well, at the end of the day, don't procrastinate. Just, you know, have us help you make those right. decisions and, and then proceed forward. Well, so I think you said something interesting in that you said people are sometimes afraid to make a decision. And, and that's that that really struck a chord. I think people do. And and you know what it is? People are afraid to make a mistake. Uh-huh. And so sure. that's what it is. That's that's really the basis of, of being afraid to make a decision. They're just more afraid to make a mistake. So it's a mistake sometimes not to make a decision. How's that? And, well, I and think that's you, wise, yes. Yeah, yeah, you have to weigh that out. Do I, do the Ben Franklin, the T-chart, what we ta- tell people, say, right, go go home in a simple way, take a, a, a plain piece of paper and draw a, a T down the middle of that paper, and then you have the pros and the cons. And you put your pros and whatever decision you're trying to make, put your pros on, on the left side, put your cons on the right side and list them out and, and see which one weighs out which. That's an easy way to help you get over that, uh, whether you're going to make a mistake or not, because now you're making it based on uh, the one way, one side being heavier than the other. From procrastination, we move on to long-term planning. Let's get Kevin's take on what he thinks that means. That means to me, uh, you know, if you are, you know, potential retiree or somebody just retired and you're 65, let's say, mm-hmm. you might have 25 or 30 years to live in front of you. So somebody to, to fail to look at the long-term scope of uh, planning and thinking, hey, I don't have to worry about you know ten or fifteen years from now. I'm going to worry about today with their with their retirement monies. Um, that might not be the best the, the best play. And, and you got to look at long term planning, like well, you know what's the best strategy to take Social Security long term. Um, you got to look at long term planning. Is how do I build in uh, and, and figure for inflation? Um, so that's what when you ask me what does long term plans mean. That means really taking into account the the twenty twenty five or even thirty year uh, window in front of you that you might be alive, and, and you might need to have a, a long-term plan in place. To learn more about Kevin and his team, visit frisbeebenefits.com. Frisbee is spelled F-R-I-S-B-I-E, frisbeebenefits.com. And you can reach Kevin by texting PIZZA to 21000, then just mention Kevin in your text. That's PIZZA to 21000. Ah, yes, our deep dish pizza is beginning to take shape. Let's add another slice, this time all the way south to northwest Arkansas, where we find Alan Cantrell, where he's CEO of Retirement Strategies Group in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Alan's been in the business for better than 30 years. He's seen some changes for sure. In fact, in the first part of his career, he spent helping clients in the accumulation phase of retirement and then decided he wanted to focus on the distribution phase. In this clip, Alan talks about making that transition and why. It's like I tell people, you know, I've been in that that broker's position of growing that money. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was always told, you grow, grow. Uh, you know, you've got to take risks to get there. But uh, as I progressed in my career, I realized after you're get when you're getting close to retirement, you don't want to see that big drop uh, of maybe having a million dollars and one bad day on the market, and all of a sudden you have eight hundred thousand. Yeah. you know, it keeps you up at night. Yeah. and so that's when I decided to make the move and and really focus on retirement planning because there just weren't very many people doing it. And uh, we, we've really educated ourselves for it and, and getting people to think about the fact that in retirement, I don't want to be pulling income from my big pile of money that I've saved up if the market just went down 50%. Sure. That's not what you want to do. No, You want to have some guaranteed income coming in along with your social security. And at that point, 
uh, if the market goes down, you're not really concerned about it on your managed money side because we're, we've got all the income we need coming in. We can wait on the market to come back up. And that's one of the things we talk about a lot. If you look at the history of the S&P 500, I think the worst there was was maybe 2001, 2002, and 2003 of three bad years in a row. But after that, the market always came back and substantially well. So if you're not pulling income from those three bad years, if you've got sustainable income out there guaranteed that's coming from another place, then you're not worried about that market. You're not staying up at night because we know fundamentally the market's going to come back. So that's the thing we talk about is we want to make sure any money that you have in the market is money that you can afford to let it sit there and come back to where it's supposed to be. From there, Alan jumps whole hog into building that retirement income and how he and his team consistently help clients build that lifetime income and what it takes to accomplish that. We talk about buckets of money. We want buckets of money that we can pull money from for our income, for emergency, money that's available there, money that's the guaranteed income that's being deposited in my checking account every month that's going to cover my bills, cover my Maybe we've got enough in there that's going to cover your travel during that those retirement years. And then we'll have money out there for investment, for growth, for leaving for legacy, uh, or for maybe at some other, some point in your lifetime for leaving, you know, uh, to charity, or we may need decide down the road, we need more income. So, uh, we may find more, uh, another place to drive some more guaranteed income in with some of that money. So, so so in a, in a, Typical scenario. I mean, somebody's going to wake up today and go, oh, my gosh, I'm 54 years old. I'm I'm staring at retirement. I need to kick this into high gear. Can I call you and, and can you help us do that? Like we said, that's what we focus on. As a general rule, we're, we're telling our folks how you need to be setting aside roughly 15% of your income each month. Okay. Uh, if you're a little behind, we may be talking to you about 20%, uh, taking advantage of some of the catch-up rules with 401ks and IRAs if you're over 50. The average household age 56 to 61 has just over 163000 in savings, Steve. Jeez. And that's that's. That's not a good number if you want a really decent retirement. We need to really sit down with you and see if we can drive that number up before we get to that retirement age and uh, talk about when you want to retire. Again, Alan's show is Financial Safari here at Saturdays at 9 a.m. on WBZ News Radio in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Or you can visit his website. It's rsgfin.com. rsgfin.com. And to reach him directly, once again, just simply text PIZZA to 21000. Mention Alan. That's PIZZA to 21000. Time to add another slice to this financial pizza. This time, the main ingredient is Greg Berrien. Greg is an advisor for Capital Financial in Raleigh, North Carolina. He and I do a show called A-Plus Retirement, getting you to the head of the class. And in this clip, Greg laments about the current bull market. He begins by making a comparison to a baseball game. 
you know, I always, I always ask, you know, the, the, my clients, you know, if this was a baseball game, what inning would we be in right now? Ooh, boy, I'm thinking bottom of the ninth uh, base. Yeah, I'm thinking bottom outs. of the 11th. Oh, <laughs> bottom of the 11th, even better, yeah. yeah. So what we're going to talk about here is is um, some habits, really some positive habits that, that we need to implement now or at least uh, stay on top of as we get further into and or closer to retirement. That first one, um, and we've talked about this many times, use credit cards cautiously, especially if you're in retirement. Oh, Lordy. And also prudently. That, that sounds kind of crazy. But first of all, cautiously. Our, yes. We are at record debt, $870 million on credit cards for 2018. That's, a, that's billion, Greg, billion. Did I say million? Yes. Oh, good Lord. No, no. Oh, <laughs> millions, nothing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but billion, excuse me. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, uh, and you know, since 2008, $3.82 trillion. That's just insane. Ooh, that's a lot of money. You know, of course, we all have to use credit cards, mm-hmm. you know, so you want to use them and pay them off. And here's another thing. A lot of people don't think, well, a lot of people do think about this is use the right ones, ones that give you something. Yeah, you yeah, know, get something give back. Give you a little bit back, you know, get those points, get those airline miles, get whatever you're going to get and go out and find the best car to do that. Yeah, right. And like you said, just pay it off every month. And, and um, because the last thing you want to be is on the other side of, of compounding interest. And that's what we're going now. Oh, uh, yeah. To now is compounding, which is another habit that uh, that we can sort of realize to the positive. Yeah. Po- compounding can work for you or work against you. It's kind of funny. Einstein once said, compounding interest is the eighth wonder of the world. Yeah, well, it kind of is. You know, and, th- and then he went on to say, I'm going to quote this. Go ahead. Uh, it says, he who, who, he who understands it earns it and doesn't understand it pays it. Well, exactly right. Boy, was he right on that, yeah. huh? Well, I mean, to be on the other side of compounding interest, in other words, if you have a pretty big balance on a credit card and you're paying 18 or 20% interest, I mean, think about that. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. And, you know, I want to I want to stress to our listeners out there, Steve, if they have those cards, you go after those big high ones first. Just, just, just chip away at them one at a time. And when, you know, if you use that Dave Ramsey approach and you compound, like, you know, let's say you pay off that one and you go after the next one, you keep adding on to it adding on to it and for pretty soon you will be out of debt if you do it with a you know in a methodical manner with with discipline that's the whole right, thing that's the key isn't it but but i'll tell you what as you start to do that it becomes very empowering i mean it gets it gets exciting it's like wow look at i knocked that one out oh boy look at that you know i mean again it just it gets exciting to to see it go away and guess what else is going to happen what's that your credit score is going to go up oh there you go so <laughs> but but then but there's a direct reflection on that so let's say you pay off all those credit cards now Okay, you need a car. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's say you had all this debt and you go buy your car and next thing you know, they come back, okay, we'll give you this with this outrageous interest rate. But if you come back and you have no debt and you're doing great, they're going to come back and, and yet when you do really need to borrow that money, mm-hmm. man, your interest rates can be a lot lower when you actually do have to take it on. Of so, course. you know, having getting rid of that debt and getting your getting your credit rating up is huge. Again, that's Greg Berrien on A Plus Retirement. Now, to learn more, you can visit aplusretirement.com. That's all one word, aplusretirement.com. Or simply text pizza to 21000. Mention Greg in that text. That's pizza to 21000. One more slice of pie to make, and it's a good one. We join Brian Quaranta. He's president and CEO of Secure Money Advisors. And the show is Retirement U Radio, increasing your financial IQ with Brian Q. Brian's in Steeltown, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's a fun show for sure because we get to combine rock and roll and retirement. You know, the two do go hand in hand. 
Well, in this segment, Brian breaks down putting together a budget in a very creative way that really makes sense. Hey, how about living on a fixed income in retirement means you have to know what your expenses are going to be. Sure. Right? <laughs> yeah. So let me tell you the easiest way to figure out expenses in retirement. So right. many people pull out these budget sheets. They'll come in and they'll say, do you have a budget sheet? Well, yeah, we got a budget sheet. But let me tell you the simplest way to figure out what your expenses are. So, so for example, my wife and I use one credit card to put all of our expenses on because we like all the points and everything. Right. So this makes it a little easier for me when I look at what our average monthly expenses are. So what I do uh, at the end of every year is I add up all of the the uh, the monthly statements. So how how many uh, transactions there was in um, January, February, March, April, right? The total. Mm -hmm. So I add them all up and I divide by twelve, and that gives me an average. Now here's why this is important, because if you try to do it based on who you're paying. For example, what do I spend in gas? What do I spend on groceries? What do I spend yeah, on right. car payments? What do I spend in mortgage? You're going to miss things. You're going to miss things like that random birthday party you went to where you had to buy a, a birthday present or that time that you stopped with your buddies after a golf round to get something to eat and you had some lunch, right? Mm -hmm. You want to pick up all of those little random expenses to get a really good idea of what you're really going to be spending. And that really helps you start building out the plan properly so that when you build the plan, we can look at all of your total income sources coming in, minus taxes, minus your expenses, and then we have a net amount that's left over. And that's how we really start to build that roadmap uh, for retirement planning. And that's a roadmap that is crystal clear with turn-by-turn -turn directions so you know exactly what's happening every step of the way. That's the clarity you want going into retirement. You don't want it to be a guessing game. That's the kind of creativity that Brian and his team at Secure Money Advisors offer. Now, Brian and I continue our discussion of budgeting and move into how to maintain cash flow during retirement. Retirement means that you no longer have to trade your time for money. However, the bills and taxes are not going to stop when the work stops. You're gonna to continue to get bills, you're gonna to continue to have to spend money, and you're going to need your money to start working for you. Now, here's the crisis we're really dealing with in our country right now. When folks are coming into the office, when we say, well, tell us a little bit about what your uh, income sources are in retirement, they say, well, uh, I'm gonna have Social Security. And a lot of people say, well, I also have this 401k. Most people's 401k is in a stock portfolio. It's not designed to generate cash flow. You can't just go into your 401k or your accounts and just start randomly pulling money out without any systematized, well-engineered plan. Otherwise, you're going to run into the group of people that are going to run out of money before they die. And, you know, that is the biggest concern for anybody entering in retirement, and it's a high probability that it could potentially happen to them. You know, there was a report done, um, and they were trying to determine if someone took money out of a stock portfolio following something called the 4% rule, how much, how much time would they have with that money? Did you know that 56% of the people that try to pull money out of their retirement accounts could potentially run out of money before they die. 56%. Could you imagine going into retirement with a plan that had a 56% chance of failure? Oh my gosh, I mean, no. 
That's insane. And, you know, so the problem is this. Most people think that their traditional financial advisor can really put together a retirement plan here for you. And if you go to a traditional financial advisor, they're going to tell you, yeah, no problem, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. We can put together a plan for you. But that's like asking your primary care physician to perform heart surgery on you. Yeah. Right? We live in a time where people specialize. Good stuff, Brian. To reach Brian and the team, just visit SecureMoneyAdvisors.com. That's SecureMoneyAdvisors.com. Or simply text PIZZA to 21000. Mention Brian in the text. That's PIZZA to 21000. And there you have it, a financial pizza built by planners from around the country, delivered to you hot and fresh in 30 minutes or less. We heard from Eric Carney in Cape Coral, Florida. Kevin Frisbee covering the state of Maine from top to bottom. Alan Cantrell in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Greg Berrien in Raleigh, North Carolina. Carolina, and Brian Quaranta in Pittsburgh, PA. Now, you can reach any of them simply texting PIZZA to 21000. That's PIZZA to 21000. And just mention their first name, and they'll get back to you. I want to thank everybody for listening. We're going to do it again soon with another edition of Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Siddall for the Financial Safari News Network. Pizza! Coach P. Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.